1: Welcome into the Illini Enquirer podcast. Jeremy Warner, Illini Enquirer publisher here with you. And we continue our Illini football 2020 position previews, getting you all the information and insight you need to know this 2020 Atlanta football team, know what the schemes, what these personnel, how they fit these schemes, and the people and players you should be looking forward to at each position. I've had a lot of fun going through all the positions, but I've been looking forward to th- this position uh, in particular because I always love chatting with the guy we brought on. Today we focus on the linebackers. So who do you think I called up? Of course, Jay Layman, Big Ten Network, former Illini All-American linebacker, uh, captain of the 2007 Rose Bowl team, and for my money, maybe the best analyst at Big Ten Network. Yeah, I said it. I know I'm a little biased, but I think Jay is as good as it gets. As I always say, he is the goods, and he brought it again today, breaking down a group that was really good in 2019. An All-Big Ten first-team middle linebacker, Dele Harding. Now Illinois has to replace him. How do they do that? You had an all-Big Ten caliber linebacker in Jay Canson, who maybe was the team MVP before he suffered an injury to miss the four games, led the nation in forced fumbles with seven in nine games. Uh, he's moving positions. How does that impact him? Milo where we got our first look at the former top 200 prospect, Last year, after transferring from Washington, he's shuffling up positions here a little bit. How does that impact him? And also, it's time for two juniors to step up uh, at that strong side linebacker position. What do we think we need to see out of Kalon Tolson and Delano Ware? And how do Tariq Barnes and Shimon Cooper eventually fit in to this group as well? We break that all down. Coming up next with Jay Lehman previewing the 2020 Illinois linebackers right here on the Illinois Enquirer podcast.
0: Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Welcome back into the Illini Inquirer podcast. We've been ripping through these position previews, and you knew I was going to lean on this guy for the linebacker position because, one, he's great, he's the goods, as I always like to say, but he also knows the linebacker position really, really well. It's Jay Lehman, Big Ten Network. What's up, Jay? How you doing, man? Hey,
2: what's up? Always good to be on with Jeremy Warner and uh, all the fans that listen in.
1: Football soon, Jay. I, I, I can almost taste it. We
2: needed it, it man. My, my whole calendar is messed up. Like I was looking at the calendar, I'm like, no, we're Like six weeks away from Thanksgiving. I still think it's like August, but the weather's getting colder. I, 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 I my circ is it circadian rhythm? I think yeah. that's the daily rhythm, but the, my yearly rhythm has been totally messed up with just the cycle of no football in Illinois.
1: Yeah, Jay, as somebody who covers it, um, but you played it like your schedule. Whether it's spring ball, you, you kind of it kind of makes that kind of separates your year. Right. So like, I feel like I missed September because I didn't have a football game to cover the first one that we all look forward to. So it just feels like these months have just bled together.
2: I mean, it's, it's a bizarre feeling like the fall Saturdays, which are beautiful and they're awesome, but it's like, dude, there's something missing. Like there's something missing and it's football.
1: Well, Jay, um, I want to break down this linebacker position. And before we get into what they have this year, um, last year, this looked like a Lovey Smith linebacker crew, right? I mean, you know, you can make the case for Brandon Peters for, for team MVP because of his value at the most important position. But I thought the two guys who were probably as good at their job as anybody were two linebackers and Dele Harding and Jake Hansen. So what, what did you see out of that group last year?
2: Well, I think Dele Harding was the was probably the biggest surprise. I mean, uh, we knew that he was at least decently recruited out of uh, high school. Uh, I think he played a little bit out of position. Um, that that Sam Linebacker position is a tough position to play in. You're, you're getting taken in and out when the nickel comes in and whatnot. But when he really got in position, which he was last year at that linebacker, he made a lot of plays. I think he was second in the nation in tackles. Highly durable, a highly physical player, uh, and and really really played well with with Hanson in there. So I, I think uh, Daley Harding was a was a huge uh, boost up. They're going to miss him. I know Hanson, who had a very solid season before he had the injury, uh, was on pace to, to possibly break the single season forced fumbles record nationwide. Um, you know, and this is a he's a special player and a special leader too. So I think Hanson moving over to the middle, which we've talked about a little bit, uh, is going to be good for the team. And, and I think other guys have to fill in.
1: What will they miss most about Delay Harding, Jay?
2: I think what you really need in the Big Ten is a physical. Even even in this day and age when people are moving to the spread and open and stuff. You need a guy that can really stick his nose in between the tackles and stop people at the point of attack. Uh, I thought Daley Harding for the most part was that. Sometimes the defensive line at times did not play great. I thought he had Jamal Milan playing very well at times um, and some other guys played decent at other times, but I, for what he had in front of him, I thought he played about as good as anybody uh, linebacker in, in the Big Ten as far as in, in between the tackles. Sometimes he struggled in space. I struggled in space for sure. That happens. But I thought what he did well was he was a solid run stuffer, something that Illinois really hasn't had that many of in the last decade or so.
1: We've heard Lovey Smith rave about Jake Hansen since he was uh, really a redshirt freshman, and then he had the knee injury, and they were expecting a big roll out of him. Really broke out last year, had the peanut punch going for him, and I don't know if he can do uh, that rate of forced fumbles again, but what stands out to you about how Jake Hansen plays a linebacker?
2: I think he's cerebral. You know, I think he's a smart player. I see him take proper angles. I see him be able to recognize things. He also has an ability to do a lot. He's a good blitzer. Uh, he can get, he can play multiple positions. We know that, and I think he's a natural leader and motivator for that team. So he does all this stuff. He, did he struggle in space sometimes? Yeah. I mean, Wondell Robinson in that Nebraska game made him miss a few tackles. Wondell made a lot of guys miss tackles over some time. So, you know, I, I got no knock on on Hanson. Uh, uh, that you know isn't correctable or isn't doesn't made up for the positives that he has. I also think that Hanson being the middle linebacker, I think his tackle count will go up. It could be possible that his big plays, as far as his sacks and maybe forced fumbles, he won't be in his space as much to do maybe the peanut punch or also uh, to blitz. So those might go down, but I think his overall tackle count will go up.
1: What do you think about what that position change means for Illinois' coverage? Because Jake's a better athlete than Delway.
2: Yeah, you know, I think, I think the will Willa do more. I mean, to be honest, Illinois hasn't been that exotic in coverage. Maybe that's because of some of the ability of some of the athletes out there. Um, do I think Jake can run a true Tampa 2? For sure. Do I think in the middle he's more protected? Because now he's going to be matched up mostly on tight ends and um, – Tight ends and running backs uh, in man-to-man coverage. Yes, with so the outside linebacker usually has that second receiver in from the sideline, who a lot of times is sometimes the best player of the slot for the opposing offense, which is a tough matchup in Lovey's in Lovey's defense the way it is. So, do I think that they'll be able to do more? Yes, I think the back end is really intriguing to me. You know, with Sidney Brown, I think Tony Adams is a guy if he can stay healthy as a specimen. Obviously, Nate Hobbs, we got Beeson coming back. We've got some players on the back end that I tell you what, you might be able to take more risk this year than you have, and I'm looking forward to that. What's the defense going to be like now that they have some experience on the back end? I think that could be something that we could see from game one because we're not guaranteed any games this year. So you got to let the playbook open from day one.
1: Yeah, and Jake Hansen definitely was a good blitzer, so was Delay Harding. Uh, so we will be interesting, especially with uh, all those question marks up front uh, in front of them. Uh, how do you think that impacts the group, Jay? I mean, you have a really mostly unproven defensive line in front of them. Yeah,
2: you know, uh, I think the D-line is, is the question for sure. Um, I think the back seven looks solid. Uh, we, we really need Calvin Avery to play well um you know i have even thought does it make sense for kendrick green to play a couple snaps at defensive tackle wow Uh, you might sound think that's crazy (laughs) Uh, i don't know if that's crazy does it make sense for a guy like luke ford uh tight ends usually don't play every snap in every offense does it make sense for a guy like luke ford to play a little dn is he a good enough athlete to do that um I'm trying to stop people. I, I, we we got to be able to stop people. So I, I'm looking at pulling out all kinds of different stops. It's not the first time it's been done in Illinois. I mean, my roommate, in Illinois, Chris Norwell, um, according to Harry East the offensive line coach, would have been an offensive line uh, first-round draft pick, but they chose to move him to defensive tackle because they were so slim on defensive tackles when we first got there. Mm-hmm. And so it's not the first time it's been done, and um, I just think you have to think outside those lines. I know Virtus Brown has also played defense at times, but I don't know what those guys look like in camp. I don't know what they have uh, right now going on. So I could be speaking prematurely. That's just what I, when I look at the roster on paper, that's what I think.
1: Right. No, absolutely, and we'll see what Roderick Perry, the the grad transfer, can do. But uh, they're leaning on uh, some big improvement from those guys. All right, on the weak side now that Jake Hansen has has gone to the middle. You have Milo Leifler taking on that role. He was the strong side linebacker last year, and of course, when I think of weak side linebackers with Lovey Smith, I think of Lance Briggs, Derek Brooks, Levante David. Um, these are playmakers. Uh, so, what do you think? What, what's the key to Milo succeeding, or what's what's the key to that spot in Lovey Smith's defense?
2: Well, I think one, you're you're very protected in that spot, uh, meaning that you usually the way they line up, they're protected in that. No, you're to the weak side. So what does that mean? It means that you've got a defensive end over top of the tackle because there's no tight end to your side. You've got a nose tackle uh, on the inside shoulder of the guard. So it means that those guys are what they call covered up. Uh, That allows you uh, to basically never have a lineman have a free shot coming at you unless that lineman is pulling around or unless that's a fullback uh, on a lead play or maybe it's a down block from a receiver. You should be able to defeat the receiver down block as long as you see him and don't get cracked, which is now illegal. Yeah. So they protected the outside linebacker even more. Uh, and, uh, you know, fullbacks you should be able to defeat. And it's hard for a pulling guard to really lay into – a linebacker that knows what he's doing. So that being said, you, you don't have to be uh, super physical, uh, it uh, helps to be physical at linebacker, but you have to be cerebral, meaning you know, hey, what's going on to my left, to my right, you're gonna be in space, you have to be a good athlete, and you really gotta take proper angles. They often say, a lot of linebacker coaches, the longest playing football cuts behind the weak side linebacker or the back side linebacker. And so you got to have proper angles as well because if you over pursue, a lot of times there's nobody behind you, especially if that top receiver on your side runs a post route, the corner runs with him. It's just you back there. So you got to be disciplined in what you do. I think, you know, we think about Milo Eifler. uh, He certainly looks the part, he certainly has athleticism. Uh, He showed flashes at times. I think it's very difficult to get a rhythm rhythm as a Sam Weinmeyer going in and out when they're playing nickel to base or nickel and base and milo was trying to be that transition guy that they could just stay in base but i think he'll be much more productive at the weak side than he was in sam
1: yeah i know you know he's got the physical tools jay as you said and some people mentioned him if he has a big year could, could be an nfl style guy. Is, is it just consistency with milo
2: i think so i think it's hard to be consistent with sam linebacker sam linebacker is a brutal position which is strong side a lot of time they lined up on a tight end uh, that you got to hit and you're nose-to-nose with them. Uh, you can't watch the ball. A lot of times you're in space. You have to do a lot of different things. Um, the Sam linebacker in an over-front, over-defense, um, which is the front that uh, – well, I'm getting a little football streak with you guys here uh, – yeah. that Lovey runs, um, is the closest thing to what a 3-4 linebacker – outside linebacker is i mean in a two-point stance and, and we don't recruit many of those right now we did under um vic coney because that was kind of his style um but that's kind of the closest thing and you ask those guys to do a lot of different things uh you ask them to be able to lock up on a tight end. you ask them to be able to play in space you want to be able to stop the run, Be able to rush the passer and then you take them out every other play because it's nickel personnel because they got you know three receivers in the game so I think he'll be more consistent just because he'll be able to line up more consistently in the same spot and be out there more.
1: Before I let you go, Jay, uh, speaking of that Sam position, which you said is pretty hard. I know Lovey's kind of transitioning to where he's doing more of the Sam on the field all the time and not wanting to take him out um, with with the nickel. Uh, You got Kalon Tolson who started four games late last year for Jake Hansen. And then Delano Ware, former safety, uh, playing that position, both juniors, both pretty good athletes, both kind of undersized guys. what what do they need to do for this Alana linebacker group not to miss a beat?
2: Yeah, you know, it just it just seems like that's the right of passage. On every football team, you have to start at Sam before you can go to middle linebacker. I know Kaylin played some for, for Jake, but like before you can go to Sam uh, Mike or Will, which is more off the ball, you gotta go to Sam. And so I, I think I think Delano's gonna really really excel at the pass coverage stuff because he's coming from the back end. Anytime you have a guy coming from the back end, he excels at the pa- at pass coverage and struggle, usually struggles at the point of attack. If you have a defensive lineman transfer to a linebacker, they're great at point of attack, horrible in space, and horrible on pass. So I guess it's for 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 Delano, I want to see how he is at the point of attack when you know, everybody says that safeties are these huge hitters. And a lot of times, yeah, safeties do have big hits. It's easy to hit somebody hard if nobody ever blocks me and you have a 20-yard running start. Yeah. It's hard to get off a block and pop somebody in the mouth. Um, I don't think most fans think it through that deeply, but, I mean, guys in the front seven think it all the time. And, and linebackers are kind of a hybrid of that. But defensive linemen, some of those guys are the best hitters you have. They're just so busy getting off blocks. They had a lot of times making a tackle with one arm. And so, Caitlin Tolson, we saw some good ball skills. He made some mistakes, for sure, as a young player does. I think Kalen Tolson could be a good football player. I think Shaman Cooper could be a good football player. I, I think they've got some athletes, but I think Kalen Tolson will be really challenged at that Sam Landberg position, just like Milo was. But I, I, he seems to be a teachable kid who's been able to do more stuff, uh, uh, more than just one position. And he is a junior now. we got to give him credit. A lot of these guys played young, and now they are juniors and seniors. And so – Sometimes you play young, you get an opinion of a player that's not the true version of that player because they had to play too soon. Uh, and now they're juniors and seniors. We get to see what they are actually recruited for and using the purpose they were recruited for in the first place.
1: So, Jay, I don't know if I expect the Illinois linebackers to have um, more than one takeaway a game like they did last year. They had 15 of the Illini's 28 takeaways last year. Um but what's your expectations for this group? I mean, it's an older group. Even the, the guys we don't know a lot about are juniors now. Jay Canson, Emilio Leifler are, are fifth-year seniors. What do you expect out of this group this year?
2: Well, first of all, what was so surprising last year, Jeremy, about the turnovers is they didn't have a dominant D-line. Yeah. Usually if you have uh, a dominant D-line, you will have turnovers because you pressure the quarterback, quarterback fumbles, and quarterback throws the football. They didn't have that. They schemed that. And so hats off to Lovey on that. Incredible job. Um, do I think they'll have the same amount of turnovers? Probably not. Uh, number one, you're playing a higher level of competition mm-hmm. uh, in the games that you're playing. Uh, number two, um, I, I I don't think the D-line is as good as they were last year, at least initially. And um, uh, num- number, number three is, if Illinois can can remain more competitive in some of these tougher games and go back and forth, um, that will cause turnovers. When you let a team get out in front of you and then they just ground and pound on you, that's when you can't get turnovers. And that was the key to the Wisconsin game. They had to keep on throwing the football a little bit, and that led to some picks that led to Johnson getting so They were obviously fumbling. So the more competitive you are, the more turnovers you will get. Some of these things are just brain-dead simple, but nobody ever says them. So that's why I say them. I know that's a simple thing to say, but how competitive they are is going to determine how many turnovers they have.
1: Jay Layman, great stuff. Can't wait to uh, hear you back in a BTN booth, man.
2: Yeah, man. We're looking forward to it. Hopefully I'll get to do um, some Illinois games. Schedule is not out yet. I'm hoping... We get that out sometime next week, and and we get to make a a plan on what games we're going to be calling.
1: Well, Jay, you're the goods, man. Always appreciate your time, man. Can't thank you enough. Anytime, guys. See ya. That's the man, Jay Wayman, Big Ten Network. I know I'm a little biased here. I've known Jay for a while now, uh, but I think he's great. I think he's great at his job, and I think BTN, bump him up a team or two. Uh, I just think Jay's one really entertaining of course the energy is through the roof but two I think he's really good at explaining football to the layperson and, and you heard him talk a little bit about overfronts and and sometimes I think analysts don't want to talk about that stuff a lot but Jay explained it really well and explained the difference between Sam and will and and uh, the the responsibilities there and I, I think he does it really really well uh, but this is a pretty good linebacker group uh, we didn't get into the the backups all that much but lovey Smith called Delano Ware. Um, He's got confidence in him to basically be the fourth starter. And with Milo Eifler, by the way, out the first half of the Wisconsin game, Delano Ware is likely to start. And and Eifler is out because of a controversial, to to put it lightly, uh, targeting call against California in the Red Box Bowl. But he's going to get tested right away. Uh, jay can't move into the inside it's a little bit different responsibility will be interesting to see how it impacts him he's going to get more tackles i think that's for sure Uh, but it's a little bit different responsibility as jay said will he be able to get as many forced fumbles maybe not But I do think he might have more chances at interceptions, which we'll see how he does cover in the middle of that field, which is a huge responsibility for the middle linebacker. I'm really interested to see Milo Leifler a little bit more in the middle of the action. Uh, You know, strong side, you're a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage often. You're more covering tight ends. Uh, Milo should be free, more free to make plays. And it'll be very interesting to see how he does uh, because he missed a lot of tackles last year. He had some big hits. But he was the top of the team, along with Sidney Brown, actually, in missed tackles last year with 18. So he's just got to get more consistent. But we know he's got the athleticism um, and the big playability to to be a big factor and to maybe take over some of that role from Jake. I do think this is a much more uh, athletic group. Uh, It's just, can you count on? You know, Milo life or like you counted on Dele Harding last year. Can you count on Kalen Tolson and uh, Delano Ware to make those kind of plays? And I do like this too deep. I think Tariq Barnes, a middle linebacker, reminds me a lot of Dele, only maybe a better athlete. Um, but his football IQ is through the roof. It really surprised me last year when he was a true freshman at camp. And uh, Shaman Cooper, we know, was very talented. And it was great that Illinois was able to redshirt him last year. Some people looked at that as a negative. I think that's a huge positive both for him and Illinois because I think Shaman Cooper is going to be really good. He's up to 220 pounds according to the official roster, uh, and uh, he's he's very instinctive. I watched him a lot at Trinity Catholic. He's got a nose for the ball. He understands the game really well, and he's a really rangy guy and a longer guy at 6'2", 220, um, which Illinois hasn't had a lot of height and length at that position. I think Shimon Cooper eventually can help out there. So, uh, But after that, I and mean, because you don't have LeVar Gardner, right? he was supposed to add some depth to the weak side the linebacker position. Dawson Groot opts out. I don't know if these are guys that would have made a huge impact this year, but they just would have added more depth. Illinois only has six scholarship linebackers on the roster. Now, Ryan Meade, a walk-on, I think is going to provide depth in the three deep, uh, and you got some walk-ons that are experienced that they feel good about. But if you have a couple injuries there, and it's not unlike any position, but if you have a couple injuries there, um, you're going to some really inexperienced players here and younger players here. So that will be interesting to watch. But I think, as, as Jay said, The defensive line wasn't all that good for Illinois last year, and the linebackers still had a really, really good season. The defensive line has more question marks going into this year. The depth actually might be a little bit better, but all these guys, for the most part, outside of Jamal Woods, outside of maybe Isaiah Gay and Owen Carney, who haven't produced all that much, most of these guys are inexperienced uh, at this level. And you're counting a lot on Roderick Perry. You're counting a lot on Jamal Woods staying healthy. Calvin Avery, can he take a step forward? Anthony Shipton in a Juco kid, can he produce at this level? These linebackers have one of the weaker or unproven defensive lines in the Big Ten in front of them. How does that impact them? But this group is one of the groups you feel better about going into the 2020 season, just because you have experience in Milo and Jake Hansen. You have a couple kids in and, and Delano Ware and Kalon Tolson, who are juniors, who should be ready to step up into a starter role. And you feel good about the two underclassmen you have talent-wise, Tariq Barnes and uh, Shimon Cooper, plus You had Lovey and Miles Smith got a lot out of this group last year, so you're hoping for a lot of the same going into the 2020 season. Thank you, as always, to Jay Lehman. He is the goods breaking down the Illini linebackers. Hope you have enjoyed these position previews. I may, I'm may. i going to find a way. I haven't locked it up yet. I might find a way to preview the special teams a little bit. I might just do it by myself. But uh, we got to give some love to the special teams at some point. But it's been so much fun running through these position previews. We've had Riley O'Toole on the quarterbacks, Dre Brown on the running backs, Mike Dudek on the wide receivers and tight ends, Martin O'Donnell on both the offensive line and defensive line, as well as Kevin Mitchell with the DBs. And of course today, Jay Layman with the linebackers. Can't thank those people enough for their time. I, I, I know time is a huge currency for everybody, including myself. So I appreciate those guys so much uh, giving us time and getting you guys ready for the season, learning a little bit more about this roster and learning a little bit more about football and, and the systems uh, that Illinois runs and how these personnel fit. So I hope you guys have enjoyed these a lot. Go back, listen to all of these. I think they'll help you get ready for the season, which is the whole point of this entire exercise. Speaking of getting ready for the season, we have all the latest from Illinois football training camp. We're not able to be there, but uh, we are able to talk with the players, the coaches, and we have the latest up at the site at IlliniInquire.com. And uh, I'm recording this about a half hour before or an hour before we're scheduled to talk with Illini quarterback Brandon Peters for the first time. In This calendar year. So hopefully we've had this move back a couple times this year, but hopefully we'll have the latest on the line at quarterback uh, coming up. But uh, I just put out our position preview of the linebackers today. So you can kind of get more of my thoughts on this. And then you have the podcast here to to get another expert's opinion on this as well. As always, appreciate you listening to the Illini Inquirer podcast. If you don't already, subscribe to us, rate us, review us. And if you just want to get ready for the the football season and you want to give VIP a a chance, um, whether it's the latest with Illinois basketball recruiting and Derek Piper had a great update uh, on Bryce Hopkins from his father uh, the other day, I had a great talk with Wes Lunt about Rashad Rochelle, the Springfield 2022 quarterback, about how he's tutoring Rochelle, who now has an Illinois offer. And Rochelle grew up a big West Lunt fan and a big Illinois fan. Uh, That's all on the site. The position primers, all on the site. And uh, right now, if you just want to try for a month, it's $1. VIP subscription. Just go hit join at the top of the screen. $1 for your first month, try it out, and you can always uh, decide to cancel uh, after the first month or first week if you'd like to. uh, For just a dollar, you might as well give it a shot. So give it a shot now. Get you ready for both the college football and college basketball seasons. Always appreciate you listening to the Alana Enquirer podcast. Everybody take care of each other. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on the Alana Enquirer podcast.